Hey, Bob. Welcome to episode 24 of Across the Middle. Thanks for having me, Hoof. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. It's been a a difficult couple of weeks on my end, but we made it. We're yeah. and we're here, and I'm happy to be here. Me too. It's good to get uh, back on the mics and yeah, talk some football. Let's get some reps up. <laughs> yeah, that's get a, a couple of reps in. Yeah, I took my pre-workout, um, so I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Since I have you and you're being recorded, I'm going to ask you a question and hopefully hold you to it. If we were to move Tuesday, Thursday basketball to Tuesday, Friday, would you be able to make Fridays? I would be able to make Fridays infinitely more often than I would be able to make Tuesdays or Thursdays. <laughs> You'd be a great politician. Thank you. <laughs> so That's a big number. That is a big number. That number sounds big. Yeah. Uh, so tell me when to stop. <laughs> okay what are we doing today bob um we are uh working our way down our uh, top 10 by position lists of uh, top 10 players and we're finally moving our way over to the defensive side of the ball and we are doing edge defenders and then interior defense alignment so defense. two different groups um are we gonna get to kickers and punters is that a thing are we doing it um I don't think we need to do that. Okay, we're going to skip it. Yeah. Okay. I I don't think that that is what our fans want to want to hear. Oh, it's not going to get a lot of listeners. No. Uh, what if what if we You just know episodes? that Tucker is the best kicker and then yeah. does anyone really care about who the best punter is? No. Could you even no. name like five punters Jake. you think are really really good? No, J.K. Scott's the best punter. There he plays go. for the Packers. He's incredible. So there, we've actually already done it. We did it. We just did it for you. There you go. Yeah. Um, do you want to start with interior defensive line or the edge? The edge is more I think, fun, I think. I think I think edge is a little sexier, so let's save yeah. it. Let's save it. Um, do, you wanna, do you want to start off with Dessert. the trivia? Oh, you have trivia queued up. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, I was, I was prepared today a little more than <laughs> In days past. Okay, good. Um, all right. So the NFL was formed, like the NFL, like that we kind of know, was formed in 1920. Okay. That's when, you know, all that started, uh, the National Football League, American Football League, this, that, whatever. Uh, there are two charter members that still exist in the NFL from when it started. Do you know who the two charter members are? I'm not even sure what that means, but I'm going to guess. The they were green. essentially, when the when it first started, they were two of the original teams. The other teams are all added at another time. Okay. Um, the Green Bay Packers and the New York eh. Jets. Eh. Oh, my god! Incorrect. Um, one of them is like, okay, that kind of makes sense. And then the other one, I'm like, What? Okay. That doesn't make um, sense to me at all, but okay. Do you want to do uh, two more guesses? Yes, I do. Okay. The, the Green Bay Packers. Browns. The Green Bay Packers actually were one of the earliest members, though. They have the second most wins all time. Okay. 769 wins. The team 
with the most wins, who was one of the original charter members, has 777. So less than 10 wins more. Wow. Yeah. Cleveland Browns and Los Angeles Rams. Both are incorrect. Oh, my God. Both are incorrect. Okay. All right, let's, let's move on to our list. Interesting. You'll actually, the one thing I found interesting was it, it, it really is a tale of two teams because mm-hmm. one of the teams has the most wins all time. And the other team has the most losses all time. And they're not okay. like you would think, oh, well, they're probably close in both of them. But like the team yeah. with the most wins isn't isn't in like the top 10 for losses. And then <laughs> the vice versa, the other way around. Okay. Like, I do have one. an idea of, of my next guesses without a clue, but we'll get there. Um, do you want to start 10 to 1 or go 1 to 10? I think for interior, we know who 1 is. But other than that, it's still kind of exciting. So let's do 10, yeah. to, 10 to 2, and then just we all know who one is. Great. Um, I will say for interior defensive line, and if I had one of these guys on my team, I would only ever re-sign one at their max contract value. So just putting that out there when we get there. But only I, one. I think... I think some of them on my list are are good enough pass rushers from the interior where I would value them as high as they're getting valued. So and then other make, ones I think are well-rounded, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. You would make like Let's the just, two or three number guy um, your second to third highest paid player on your team. Ideally, if you're forming a team, no. You don't want your money allocated that way. But mm-hmm. the fact is you don't often stumble upon players that are worthy of max contracts. So when you get one, you know, they may be the only player that's even worthy of that type of contract. So you have room in your salary cap for that type of player. But, you know, teams with great quarterbacks and really great rosters, then no, I'd rather not spend it on interior defensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, sense? my yeah, it does. But you're like, if you get, if you get it, you stumble upon one. Then what else are you gonna spend the money on? Uh, my argument would be trade him in his last year. Oh, always just trade like, him for anything. Like uh, last year, the Indianapolis Colts traded for DeForest Buckner and paid him yeah. a shit ton. They overpaid yeah. him, but yes. they had so much cap they were never gonna spend. Mm-hmm. So it made sense, kinda. Yeah, and I, I guess thought that's what I'm San saying. Francisco made a good move. They got a first-round pick out of it. Yeah. And they didn't All have right. to pay him. So that's that's a great example. Mm-hmm. And that San Francisco is exactly what I would do. Yeah. Um, but let's start with number 10. My, my guy is Cam Hayward for the Pittsburgh Steelers, a guy that I wouldn't expect on your list. Maybe he is, but he is somebody who's just been consistent for the last, what, eight years, I think? Maybe more. He just feels like a Pittsburgh Steeler his whole career because he has Pitlay there, but he's, he embodies the, the the town and the culture there. So he would be absolutely my guy and a guy I'd want to be the captain of my defense of line. Yeah, I, th- I think he's great too. He is actually on my list. Um, cool. Not at 10, but he's on my list. So I'll talk about him when I get to him. But yeah, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. The last, um, my number 10 was... For me. What's that? He's probably in his last good year for me. Yeah, he's pushing it. Um, 
David Onyemeta, the defensive tackle, fairly young uh, for the Saints, out of Canada. What? Yep. I know. I had a really good year last year. Um, I like him. He plays for the Saints, huh? Yeah. 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 He okay. does. <laughs> good. He just sneaked, he's just sneaked out a. Uh, Two uh, two honorable mentions that I'll I'll touch on when we get higher on the list. Okay, who's your number nine? My number nine had a had a. I mean, he's been solid his whole career, but he had a breakout year last year. Uh, Mario Edwards Jr. Oh, oh, I know Mario Edwards, the Florida State alum. Yeah, yeah, he had a really good year. He's great against the run, and last year he had his best year uh, rushing the passer. So. He, he was the number one overall prospect coming out of high school, and he was supposed to be incredible, and then he just got it kind of big, which is why he's on the interior line now. He used to be an edge, so that's yeah. interesting. Uh, my number nine is Grady Jarrett, somebody who has been a really good pass rusher in the interior, somebody who's made uh, some moves during the Super Bowl, but more so I think he's their best, second best player on defense. And probably one of their only assets to trade if things go south for them. So that would be my number nine guy. He's a great player. Fletcher Cox. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fletcher you know. Cox is number eight for Philadelphia, who just wrecks havoc all the time. Yeah. He's been in the league for a long time. He's a great leader, great player, and he's somebody who's consistently good every year. He's he's been solid. My number uh, eight is Kenny Clark for the Green Bay Packers. Like um, he's had a great career. He's he's uh, plays D end for the Packers when they run a three four, so they have a little more bulk in their front. Um, but really good run blocker or not run blocker uh, at, against the run, and then also getting to the quarterback. A little bit of a down year last year, but I think he's still elite. Yeah, I love Kenny Clark. Who's your number seven? My number seven is uh, the youngest player on my list, Quinnen Williams. Oh, wow. I didn't have him. He's an honorable mention guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, is, yeah. I actually think he's I a freak. He was a freak at Alabama. He had a he had a pretty good year last year, but he really came on strong the last couple of games. He's a monster, and so if he, you know, figured it out towards the end of last year and he plays like that, he's he's going to be awesome. Is that the guy that has a baby face? Uh, he has a little bit of a baby face, maybe. I think he does. I think he does. Uh, my number seven's Kenny Clark as well. Somebody nice. mentioned, but he's a playmaker on the defensive interior defensive line. Uh, my number six is Jonathan Allen, who was highly drafted, high draft pick, plays for Washington, and he rocks the middle bar <laughs> face mask. <laughs> That's very <laughs> notable to me, um, but he's just a great all-around player. So Jonathan yeah. Allen, number six. My number six is Grady Jarrett. Oh uh, wow! There we go again. Yeah, Grady, there we Grady, go. Grady, Grady. Yeah, for uh, Atlanta, uh, he he really is the only thing 
right on Atlanta's defensive line, and he's been that way for yes. his entire time there, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Except for that one crazy year where Vic Beasley had like 13 sacks for no he had reason. Like four in one game, too, didn't he? It was, it was just, he just lucked into him. Yeah, no, Grady Jarrett's, if they turn it around, he's going to be one of the reasons it works, or they traded him and he'll be another one of the reasons why it worked. You think you can get a second round pick for him? Mm, probably if you were a contender and you knew you only had a, a short window, you know, why not mm-hmm. trade away your second when that player that you would draft with that second figures it out, your window's probably already closed. So might as well. Yeah. Yeah. My Who's number five number? is actually another repeat Cameron Hayward. Wow. You had him high. Uh, that's, there's probably a little bit of bias in there. Uh, he's a Buckeye. Oh, is he? God, yeah. he's played in the NFL so long. I didn't know it was college. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's a Buckeye. So I hate that he's a stealer also, but yeah, he's been a stealer his entire career and he has tormented the Browns. He's not quite as athletic as, as he was when he was coming out. Not that he was ever a freak athletically, but He's he's stout against the run and consistent against the pass. The most consistent player on this list, probably, that's played as long as he has. Agreed. Agreed. For me. My number five is Jeffrey Simmons, a guy I like a lot. Mm. And he's a younger player who just gets better every year, in my opinion. And I remember watching some draft video, and I think it was the Cardinals or somebody. They're like, oh, I want Jeffrey Simmons to fall to us. And then, like, they got they were on the clock, but they got picked right before Jeffrey Simmons did. And they're like, no, and their whole draft, like, just blew up. And now I see why, because he's a damn good player. So that was my number five. Vita Vea, my youngest guy on the list, is number four. And nice. Tampa Bay is just striking oil with these draft picks last year. Uh, no wonder why they were so damn good. They had so much depth and... Their defense was solid. Even they brought in a rookie like Vita Vea, and he performed right away on the defensive side of the ball. So that is my number four. Nice. My number four is DeForest Buckner. We touched about him a little bit uh, when we talked about the trade earlier on. Um, Plays for the Indianapolis Colts now, and he's just really consistent. Uh, Good against the pass rush, or good against the pass and good against the rush. So yeah, he's good. Who's next? Oh, my number three is mm-hmm. Vita Vea. You had uh, that high? Yeah. I'm shocked. You said my youngest guy, and you were talking about... Quentin Williams is younger than Vita Vea. No, he's not. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think that's so. shocking. I think I'm pretty sure. We can, okay. we can, you can fact check me. I'll, I'll fact check it. Vita Vea is actually one... I'm surprised how good he is because he's he's built differently than most of these other guys on the list. He's built kind of like a keg. He's thick. Wait, Via Veda was drafted in 2018? Yeah. I thought he was a rookie last year. No. I oh wasn't going to correct you. That's just me being a good uh, co-host. Oh, you should you know? definitely correct me. <laughs> I, I don't like, remember no, ever watching him the year priors. Well... That's crazy because honestly, Jameis Winston's one of the funnest players to watch in the NFL. <laughs> he is electric. He he rarely throws incomplete passes. It's to one team or the other. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, Quinn Williams was um he twenty nineteen. He is younger. Yeah. I stand corrected. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh Vita Bea, he's for as big as he is, he's really nimble at getting to the quarterback. And yeah, that's important. And he's a stud against the run. Do we have the same number two and one? We have to, right? We do, because my number three is DeForest Buckner, who we yeah. talked about already. My number two, Chris Jones. I Chris mean, Jones, yeah. And then Aaron Donald. He's kind of in it. Chris Jones in a tier of its own, in my opinion. And then Aaron Donald, obviously, is just... He's in a whole nother atmosphere. He's the best player in football. Yeah, you take you, positional value out of it. He is the best player in football. Yeah, did you watch Hard Knocks on Tuesday? No, I haven't watched okay. this week. So I watched episode one. I didn't watch episode two. Okay, so in this week's... Um, uh, spoiler alert, everyone. Oh, this is... Not, <laughs> Dak gets hurt. No. <laughs> um, so Dallas is doing a scrimmage versus the Rams and the Dallas Cowboys sideline. I think it was Micah Parsons was like, holy shit, number 99 is good. And Aaron Donald just <laughs> ripping apart that great defense or that great offensive line of the Cowboys. And he looked like an animal. And then they end up like getting in a, a brawl and it was cool. But what a freaking champion. And he has a six pack. He's, he was like, oh, he's, he's ridiculous. He's insane. No, he's ridiculous. He is just a different type of human. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Chris Jones is great. Um, and he's deserving of being number two on the list, <laughs> but Aaron Donald is just, he's a freak. Yeah. I mean, Chris Jones would be easily the best defensive tackle if Aaron Donald didn't exist. Like everyone would be talking about how good Chris Jones is, but he gets overshadowed just like we did. We skipped right over to him to, yeah, we did. Mr. Don- but Donald. but Aaron Donald single handedly gets defensive coordinators head coaching jobs. Like, yeah, he's that good. Do you think if the Rams defense was absolute trash and they just had Darnold, they'd win six games at at the, the, their floor? Like assuming good average offense. I'm well, trying to determine like what his worth is. He's he's. I I don't know if I'm willing to to go out and say that, but. Uh, he makes every other defensive player around him better. Like, it seems like every year they sign in free agency a new below-average edge rusher who has a career year because people are triple-teaming Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could just trade those guys and get <laughs> some draft assets back. Aaron uh, Donald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. He'd actually be number one on the edge list if we wanted to put him over there for me, too. I'd put him on my number one linebacker, too. <laughs> <laughs> like to I wouldn't doubt it. Playing some coverage. Yeah. All right. So my next couple of guesses, because we're yeah. back to the... But back to trivia. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. That's a good guess, but incorrect. What? Oh, yeah. I thought I had it. I thought I had it. Oh no, I'm pivoting. Pivot, pivot. Uh Detroit Lions. Incorrect. If you say Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm gonna throw my computer. Um yeah, that, that's it. Troll. That that's it for the guess. No, let me give to... you a hint. Okay. Um 
neither one of these teams live in a state that is on the coast so like doesn't touch either the pacific or the atlantic ocean okay that's helpful yeah i think that's a fairly good hint Mm -hmm. do you want to do one more guess yeah do i'll do two more yeah yeah (laughs) i'm looking 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 cincinnati Bengals. they're new no they're fairly new yeah um Chicago Bears? Duh, Bears are one of the uh, founding members of the NFL. They have they have played the most games. For do they have the most wins or losses? They have the most wins. Wow, how can I never hear about that? People in yeah. Chicago never mention that when I live there. Yeah, they have the most wins of all time. Come on, Chicago. 777. We have the most wins. Who cares about championships? We have the most all-time wins. Yeah. And then, all right, so the other team is uh, obviously wait. a little bit more on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, yeah, wait. Let's do Let's do edge. Okay. Edge we, edge, to edge we go. Um, I'm going to start again. Let's go to number 10. My guy is a guy who... Okay, before let me step back. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I never told my honorable mentions about interior defensive line. It was uh, oh, okay. Fletcher Cox and Calais Campbell. Great. Move on. Thank you. Thank you. Calais Campbell's a good one. So for Edge, I would um, re-sign only five of these guys. Everyone else, I would trade their last year in the contract or let them walk. I don't want any of them to be my top three highest-paid players. So I think just, I think I would sign. Like resign max. Now seven of them. Seven, okay. But honestly, I'd pay all of them good money. Yeah, uh, my number ten is Brian Burns for Carolina, and we had an early, early, early episode where I saw, where I was like, yeah, he's not good. He's not like a top ten. <laughs> and then I did this list, and I was like, son of a bitch, he is number ten. <laughs> but I wouldn't resign him. I would not bring him back. I would just let him. Oh, that's great. His contract out. But Brian Burns made my list, and uh, not thrilled about it. Yeah, how's that crow taste? Mm, not great. <laughs> but he, he did play for Florida State, so a little bit better. He might have the silkiest uh, spin move in the NFL right now. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely fun to watch. Like he's he's a finesse type player, which I like. Yeah, he's speed. He's definitely speedy. Uh, my number ten is Montez Sweat. Okay, I was between Montez Sweat and Brian Burns. Montez made my honorable mention. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of quietly uh, building his resume as one of the uh, elite edge rushers. It'll probably continue to be quiet because yeah. he's got somebody on the other side overshadowing him. Do you think, though, that he's getting, like, his performance will increase because of Chase Young? Like a Bud Dupree kind of thing? Yeah, like, he's going to look really good, but, like, is he that good? What if it was just him? He he had pretty good year the year before, though. Um, you yeah. could argue that Ryan Kerrigan was getting more attention when Ryan Kerrigan wasn't he was healthy and younger. 
So uh-huh. when Montez Sweat was first coming in. Um, I don't know. I bet his numbers will be great, though, with both, as long as both of them are healthy and on the field. Yeah, I mean, their defensive line's amazing. I had Jonathan Allen as my number uh, six guy for the interior, who I like a yeah. lot. So to have three guys and fill four spots, that's a great spot to be in. Yeah. Who's your um, number my nine? number nine is Brian Burns. Oh, okay. I know he did. Yeah. So you left off somebody who I'm about to mention. Likely, yeah. Obviously, yeah. If you don't have Montez Sweat and I have him, then I don't have one of your guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number nine is Bradley Chubb, who I just like a lot. He he's he can play a linebacker if he wanted to, but he's a much better pass rusher. He was hurt the year before last and was hurt a little bit last year as well. So he hasn't reached his full potential, but if he plays the whole season, I think he's going to deliver. And then my number... Wait, one, two, three, eight is Cameron Jordan. Going back to consistency reminded me a lot of Cameron Hayward, just a guy who's been in the NFL for so long, a great leader, great somebody I'd want on my defensive line, captaining the the whole line and the whole defense. So Cameron Jordan is my number eight. Cameron Jordan is my number eight as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think he is the best power rusher in the NFL. Yeah, he he's is. awesome. I, he's given a lot of slow guys, uh, you know, a chance in the NFL because he's managed to do it. There's something about those guys that I just like, like the older veteran type player who he doesn't blow you away, but he he gets it he done consistently, and it feels yeah. like he's just like a a good moral support for the team. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think I left somebody off on this list uh, as we were talking about it. If oh, I really? redid it, I'm not going to do it, but I'll, I'll say who I forgot about okay. towards the end in my honorable mentions. Okay, did you did you or did you not have Bradley Chubb on your list? I do not, and okay. he wasn't I knew the one I forgot. I did, I did think about him. Um, I just think Edge Rushers is a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He hasn't, he hasn't quite wowed me yet. Maybe yeah, it was because he, he had a lot of hype coming in and he's kind of been maybe slightly under that hype for me. Whereas if he didn't have as much hype and then he performed, you know, as as he did, he'd probably compare to Montez Sweat. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good comparison. Um, my number seven is Demarcus Lawrence. I know that guy. He, uh, he got a big payday and hasn't put up the same sack totals but he's still i think one of the better edge rushers you know in a four three they can he can set the edge play the run and get to the passer he's he's pretty consistent he's my number seven as well <laughs> and he was featured in hard knocks he's a oh, cool, nice. cool family yeah yeah i like demarcus Lawrence a lot yeah he's a good player my uh, number six is khalil mack who this is the the tear break for me? Cleo Mack would be the last guy that I would not resign. Um, in my wow, opinion. I know, but um, I mean, he just he's a good player, he's great at rushing the passer, he's great all around guy. He just for me, he's not worth the money, he's not worth the draft picks Chicago gave up to get him. 
He had a so great you wouldn't game. take a third. You're saying you wouldn't take a third date with Khalil Mack? He's no, he's just... no. I would, I'd trade him for a second round pick. <laughs> wash my hands of it. I think Oakland made the right move. They just drafted horrible people. No, I I definitely think the haul that Oakland got for Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. they should be one of the best rosters in the NFL right now, and they just have handled it so poorly. Yeah, I mean, it looked like. When it happened, I remember, I think it was like, I don't know, it was like a week before the, the Packers game, their opening game, where Khalil Mack would transfer teams to Green Bay or to Chicago. He went up to Lambeau and just basically won the whole game himself. But Rodgers stormed back. But it was one of those things where it's like, everyone's like, wow, Oakland's an idiot. <laughs> like yeah. They gave up this guy. He's, he's the best pass rusher in the league. And he might have been at the time, but it's we're a couple years removed. He's getting older, so not somebody that I would want to resign, but somebody who I have as my sixth best guy. I I have Khalil Mack quite a bit higher, so I'll, okay. I I do disagree with you a little bit there. Um, my number six is someone that is he's the youngest on this list, and that's the only reason he's six because he'll probably be a lot higher later. Chase Young. Okay. He's a freak. He he's got everything going for him. He's he could be number one, you know, in in two years. But as of right now, I just need to see it a little more. Yeah. Who you, who do you got? Oh, it's your turn again. Oh, for five. Mm-hmm. Five is another young one who, uh, <laughs> he got he got hurt. So we've really only seen him for one year. Is uh Nick Bosa. Nice. Yeah, I think I think Nick is a little he's 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 better against the run than he is against the pass, but he's he's a technician. He's not going to he's not the most athletic guy out there, but he's he's strong enough and he's good enough with his hands. He just consistently gets to the quarterback still. He has JJ Watt's heart. He he just fights and fights and fights. Yeah. He's, he's JJ awesome. Watt in like a a smaller but more uh, athletic body. Yeah. But we'll get That's there. That's my number five. Mine, no, that was actually number four. I think you miscounted because my number five is Chase Young. Who, no, because DeMarcus was seven. Chase Young was six. Five's Nick Bosa. Okay. Then we're off. But regardless, I have Chase Young at five. And okay. I think if I'm honest with myself and I were to do like a – a franchise and I was really drafting at pick him first. He has yeah. the highest potential hands down out of yeah. anybody else on this list. But this is only for next year. Our lists are yeah. kind of like, if you only had them for one year, but yeah, right, I mean, if you had, if you had to draft these guys for their full career, who are you going to draft? Chase Young. Yeah. If he's not number one, he's number two. But I, I can talk myself into even having a number one next year for next season. Chase yeah. Young is fucking he looks like he's so he looks like good. Aaron Donald, Donald, but like more phys- like more just he's quick. taller. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just taller and quick. God, yeah. having him and Aaron Donald on the same defensive line would be so freaking cool. <gasps> be nasty. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Uh, my number four is Miles Garrett, who I love. Nice. I love Miles Garrett. I don't care about that helmet incident. I'm, I've moved past <laughs> it. He's uh, amazing. You know that yeah. you're a Browns fan. Yeah, he's my number four as well, and uh, 
you know, if he didn't do the whole helmet swinging thing, I, I, he he might be number three for me. But yeah, I I still really like him. And that that helmet swinging thing, I've watched a lot of interviews with him and like behind the scenes stuff. You know, when he was a rookie, it it did seem so out of character. It does. It's I can't believe he got that way. I can only the only way I can rationalize it is you know he's just that competitive when he's on the football field his adrenaline mm-hmm. was going and he was you know taught when he's on the football field you'd go destroy the other team and he just let it let it get away from him because that's off the field when you listen to some of his interviews that's not the guy that swings a helmet at random people not at all yeah I, I agree with you I I mean I can't excuse him for it but it's I I just don't get it really we'll call it a one-off yeah uh, anyway but yeah as far as a football player he's he's got all the makings to be number one on this list but um, yeah he's he's had a couple injuries he's a better pass rusher than he is a run blocker um but yeah he's a freak as well yeah my number three is nick bosa who you mentioned nice yeah i could so nick bosa miles garrett chase young i could swap them all they're all kind of like in the same tier for me, but I love Nick Bosa a lot. I love his energy. I love that he was a younger brother of somebody who was really damn good. And I'll mention somebody else in a second, but yeah. he's doing just like what you'd hope. Like it's, it's amazing. Usually those things don't work out. And my next guy, JJ Watt is another one of uh, a younger brother who is just amazing. JJ? And he, I have JJ Watt. Oh, what, what's his Oh my God. TJ, TJ. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you said younger brother. That's why I questioned yeah, you. Thank you. TJ Watt. Sorry, TJ. Oh my gosh. TJ Watt, who's, if it wasn't for my number one guy, he would be talked about a lot more in my opinion. He's, he's the best player on Pittsburgh's whole entire team. He's so damn yeah. good. He makes everyone else look really good around him. And um, what number is that for you? Number two. Okay. Yeah, I haven't said my number three yet. Oh, you have it? No. I, I'm sorry. You go because no, you went to you went from Miles Garrett I right to then Nick. My I number three is actually Joey. Joey Bosa. Yeah. Wow. I think he's he's. I haven't awesome. met number one. I know. I watched. He's amazing. I as much. I know he is. I think. Honestly, there's a top four to me that were all interchangeable. I think Joey's awesome. Um, he's he does not stop. He could easily be number one, and I wouldn't fault you for it at all. I love watching um, him play. Yeah, I, he is he is watching him in the Buckeyes. I've been so spoiled with defensive line you as have a Buckeyes been. fan. You it's, have been. It's incredible. Chase Young, Nick Bosa. Joey Bosa. Get him on the same that, time again. Cameron Hayward. Ah, yeah, I've been spoiled. Um, but yeah, Joey, Joey's awesome. He's a freak. He literally is a tryhard too. Like he's not the most athletic. Like he's he's probably has the a similar build to JJ Watt when he came out, but JJ Watt was actually more athletic by a little mm-hmm. bit. But Joey's he's just a technician. He'll go for it. And he is a tryhard. Like he doesn't take plays off. Those are the guys I love on my defense. I love gets, watching. 
him just wreck havoc for four quarters and then like yeah. he's winded like he's actually just exhausted at the end mm-hmm. of the game because he tried so hard i love Agreed. it okay so, so that's actually your full list my two is actually khalil mack who what I, he's that's he's, the biggest difference we had i met i had him at six i know i think he's awesome i i still think he's arguably one of the best if not the best edge rusher in the league he does everything he he can do it with his hand to the ground standing up rover you know just kind of being a rover attacking from anywhere uh arguably the best against the run for his size on this list he's he's awesome then my number one is uh tj watt maybe that's because i watch a lot of games of him sacking my quarterback but yeah he seems like the Pittsburgh Steelers defense just works through him. He's, yeah, he's a does. difference maker. I had met number two, so uh, we're in line there. And I, I like I like TJ Watt. I've listened to him in interviews, and then I like the way he plays. You know, it's really big of you to not do Buckeyes as the top two. You avoided it. I think you were like being anti-Homer. I try to not be. Um, yeah, I think you went out of your way to go like, I don't want to, I don't want to come across that way. Maybe. Yeah. I think, I think to not have, you know, if like somebody came out and said something where like, didn't have Nick or Joey or Chase Young in the conversation, I'd say they're effing crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. To not have them in the conversation is just nuts, but I don't know. Those other guys deserve a lot of respect too. So that's that's my list. Awesome. Let's do some. Let's do the trivia. Let's round it out. Oh yes, yeah, so the last one. They have um, played. So the Bears have played a total of one thousand four hundred and eighteen games total. Mm-hmm. Oh, it actually tells me the season they started. So the Packers started the very next season, nineteen twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. This is this is shocking to me, but I'll say it because I don't know why else they would have a team there. Buffalo Bills? No. Okay. Incorrect. No, this was even this was super surprising to me. They have seven hundred and seventy-one losses all time. Thinking. Okay. They have so the third worst winning percentage. Third worst winning percentage all time. Can't be Miami. Can't be New England. Can't be New York. They're on the coast. Dallas. I they're guess. not in the mid. They're not in like the Midwest either. Okay. Baltimore. But they a are. New team. Cincy, but I they guess. are Cleveland west Pitts. of uh, the Mississippi. Oh, that's pretty. That's huge. Minnesota. Nope. What? Um, they have 41 ties all time. Denver Broncos? <laughs> no. Kansas City Chiefs? No, I would consider that Midwest. <laughs> what the heck? Who is it? The Arizona Cardinals. No 
flipping way. Yeah, they started in 1920. I was like, no way. What? Yeah, I was. That was super surprising to me. That's the only reason I did this trivia question. That is shocking. The most losses of any franchise. I thought they were brand new. Yeah, I thought they were like would have came around the time of the Bengals, like you know, in the 80s or 90s. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Very That's surprised. shocking. Very cool. You don't think of them as an old team. One of the originals. No, you don't. Well, okay, I'll give you one more bonus. Uh, just just a little bit of information. The team with oh. the worst winning percentage all time in the NFL just won the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> that's pretty yeah, cool. Well, that, that's going to change here in a couple. Give it two more years. Yeah, five. Well, Brady will be there still. Yeah. Oh, my God. If he plays five more years. <laughs> all right, Bob. All right, well, this is fun. fun. It's good yeah. to chat with you again. For sure. All right. We'll see you. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one.